With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Thank you all for tuning in to the Showtime and Kevin podcast. We're pretending like we know what the hell we're doing. I'm Corey Showtime. I'm Kevin Monroe. And we can't get started until Kevin does his island intro and probably looks up the music he was playing in the, in the beginning. So, Kevin, please give me an island intro. <laughs> In the name of the one called Brian Slash, I couldn't travel to the king with sense of respect and physical harassment. I'm going to put his feet on the bar and say, Braka Shock, book, 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 Yagayao. Thank you for tuning in, y'all. Uh, rest in peace to the legend, Little Richard, man. It's, it's 2020 has no fucking heart whatsoever. Well, yeah, yeah. No fucks, no fucks to give. 2020 has no fucks to give at all. Not at all. It's like I'm taking everybody. By the way, uh, the original lyrics to Tutti Fruity was Tutti Fruity, good booty. <laughs> <laughs> And the that record late today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would that'd be great in 2020. In 1947, 1950, they were like, nah, nah, bro. <laughs> so he had to change it up. So that's why the lyrics are so weird. I, I knew a gal named Sally. Wait, first Richard, little Richard knew a gal. Really? Yeah. Really? Who's believing nah, I that? Think, I think it was just a lyric. I think it was a guy named Sal and this gal named Sally and flipped it. Yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> that's why I was like, you know, and white people stole so much from Richard, Little Richard. Like they, oh like Pat God. Boone had two number one hits off of Little Richard doing this stuff. I wish that they forced Pat Boone to say the original lyrics to the song. Okay, you can steal this shit, but you're going to have to do the original lyrics. Yeah. To the fruity, good booty. To the fruity, good booty. Oh Woo! To the fruity, good booty. Of like the Little Richard story, and like the they showed like the back to back of like him getting stolen from. And I think when he did uh, "Golly Miss Molly," he did it so fast they couldn't take it from him. Mm-hmm. Because they just had no soul. It was just so like tutor fruit, like he's just doing. But like when he did like uh or having some fun tonight, he's like, Don't get the money, you're not get the <laughs> it is because the white people were like, Oh, there's no way like she come back in the corner and she jump back in the alley, oh baby. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. Oh, baby. yeah. They, like, they were snapping they their fingers <laughs> off trying to keep up with that. Like, yeah, he's Molly, like Miss Molly. Good <laughs> man, Pat Boone, like if uh, I don't even know if Pat Boone's alive. No. <laughs> okay, he, he should. Be, I mean, somebody should excavate his ass and make him explain <laughs> what gave him the gall to think he could go and pick up after that dude and try to take his music and make something out of it. Man, that was crazy. Little Richard um, is going down in history for music, LGBT, black people, and hair because he did. He was a pioneer in all areas, and not even so much the LGBT because he never admitted it. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, but, that's, but, but that's like that's like old black people shit, though, right? Like, like everybody in church know the the, the choir director is gay, but nobody's yeah. gonna call him out on that. They just kind of like. You know, they kind of Luther Vandross that shit, where it's like, you know, <laughs> everybody knows Luther Vandross was not not thinking about a girl. Okay, that's a very interesting point, Kevin. It's funny in the black community, like we're like we're we ha- we can t- we can tend to be a little uh, a little we can tend to be very uh, homo homophobic, but there's gay people all running all up and through the co- like like you said in the church, the the choir director's always been and a one and a two and a just way out there, but. You're like you know what he just ain't found the right girl yet bless his heart right, right. Yeah. bless his heart right that that's always the funniest part there's always some old church lady that doesn't know i pray for you baby he seemed like such a nice boy like how come he hadn't gotten married yet he's still there <laughs> living with his roommate mm-hmm. <laughs> roommate for 15 years <laughs> living with 
with his friend, it's time he move out and find a nice girl. What's wrong with that boy? <laughs> nobody nobody has the heart to just happy like, where he at. Let him be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, no the funny thing was, little Richard, when he was 13, he got kicked out of his family because his dad suspected that he was gay. He's, yeah. No. <laughs> Respect. <laughs> he seems like such a manly little boy. How could he possibly? <laughs> Good golly, little Molly. Little I mean, Richard. I mean, come on, man. Like even those videos where they try to like like clean him up, like he's like look at the Tutti Fruity video where he's you know, all dressed in white. Mm. The dude, his eyes, like his face, he's just like. <laughs> shut up! <laughs> <laughs> no, you shut up! Like, <laughs> like, come on, dog! Uh, it was it's so funny. Like, hey, we're mad that you're, that you're hiding it. Like, come on, man! Be honest with yourself. <laughs> hey, you're not fooling nobody, man. Oh, and real but, quick to the to the people that fluctuate in between two and six viewers. Thank you all for showing up. We're still figuring out the technical difficulties of running the show from our uh, from our apartments. Well, Kevin's in. Uh, went back to Barbados, and I'm uh, out of this world. I'm out here in uh, Alaska. Right, right. Yeah, I'm down on the beach, boy. You see these things right here? See the coconut trees? You know, I see. You know, I see the coconut trees. You know, I see the coconut trees. Oh, and speaking <laughs> of uh, church ladies, happy Mother's Day out there to all the. Oh, that's right. World. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers happy out there. Happy Mother's Day to my mother, your mother, everybody's mother. Hmm. Um, your mother's an educator, right? She's a teacher. Yes. Thirty-five okay. years, Monterey Peninsula Unified School District, which is why I'm such a smart ass. <laughs> uh -huh. See, that's one of the things that we have in common is that both of our parents are teachers. Yes, you know, uh, and that and so all everything you see here, all of all of this shit is because of them, and for better yes. or worse. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm glad you I'm glad you mentioned that. I want to show uh, <laughs> that I get to, yes everything everything you see here that I've earned over over the years is because my mother was an educator and not a and not a billionaire <laughs> oh that's yeah i mean yeah she taught you to be smart not rich <laughs> those are two different yeah, well, things <laughs> that's a great damn, thing about yeah, that hurts my head right now to think about like shit she did <laughs> exactly if your mother's a teacher she's always like pushing you to be academically excellent and yep. to do better and to learn things mm -hmm. not necessarily get rich or popular which really matters in this world yeah, it does. <laughs> not, not the stuff that actually matters like being rich or popular but being <sighs> smart yeah that's trying to make good job funny. mom <laughs> uh, my mom was She's always smart like, thanks we, we made it <laughs> I know boy, exactly how broke I am. I'm good at math. <laughs> <laughs> you can count. You can count your pennies to the penny. <laughs> yeah. And I do sometimes because that's how I feel better about myself. Man, have you ever ever got so so broke that you had to do the coin star thing? Oh, to, dude, I've gotten so broke. Where have you ever been so broke that where you have to count out when you have to actually account for the ten percent that coin star is going to take? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, yo, Coinstar, Coinstar is fucking me right now. How they? I know I have fifty dollars and quarters. Now I only got forty five bucks. Right, exactly. <laughs> like how? Like, man, Coinstar is fucking up, bro. Look at this. Look, eight percent. What? <laughs> like, you already know. Look, if I'm if I'm pouring coins into a machine to get some cash, okay, you you know I'm not doing so well. So why are you trying to take this off the top? Like, what is this? Here's how. Here's how I know I was I was balling in in L.A. Uh, when I stopped uh, doubling up my tacos, like and let me give you. Uh, what do you uh, mean doubling up? Like you know how like when you get like street tacos, they give you two tortillas and meat and whatever's in your taco. Huh? I would like separate the two tortillas and eat one taco, let it fall into the other one, and eat the second taco. Oh so, damn! Yeah, like I would have to. Like <laughs> I was rationing my. I was like, make this shit last longer. Like, you make pretend you had two tacos when like, you only had one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I got and one taco. Let me pretend there's two of these. It's the same amount of food, but I'm trying to trick myself into eating more. <laughs> damn! 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 Yeah! Damn! That's 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 good times broke. <laughs> <laughs> And by the way, anybody who's watching this, like if you have any kind of LA broke stories, just chime in, you know, uh, text us because 
I mean, that's kind of one of the things we all go through at some point where you just like, like, yo, you just look at that coin draw, like, are you telling me like three of these are Canadian coins? How the hell did I get Canadian money in my coin jar? You're pissing oh, yeah. me off right now. I thought I had money. Right? <laughs> Dude, there's been times where I like, I just had to like, there was times I had no money for the parking meter, so I just had to like hope or I'd like just drive my car. Like I'd park for an hour and then just drive it around. <laughs> <coughs> Now, I've had that problem before where, like, they, they give me, like, a ticket, and they're like, yo, uh, if you don't pay in two weeks, um, you know, we're going to double the, the price. And I'm like, yo, if I couldn't pay the $75 in the first place, how the fuck am I going to pay $150 in two weeks? Like, what, what kind of magic Rumpelstiltskin magic you think I'm making when I'm just taking <laughs> straw that turn into gold in my apartment? Like, where, where's this money coming from? I hate what are you the, talking about? I hate that more when the bank does it. The bank knows for a fact. I don't have money. <laughs> like I didn't have like I hate I, I I hate the idea of overdraft so much. Like one time I had uh I had twenty something dollars in my bank account and like an automatic uh purchase came through for like seven ninety nine and I bought something that was twenty dollars, right? So I'm like six bucks in the hole. Okay, so they charge me $35 for being six bucks in the hole. And then every day that I didn't pay the, I think it was like now $42, they added like another five to 10 bucks. So I was like, look, bro, if I didn't have the $6.99, (laughs) what what makes you think I got $70 by Friday, bro? Like, and you're my bank. You're where all my money comes from. Like, you know, every two weeks when my, what my check is going to (laughs) be. Right. So how you explain, I mean, they're almost pushing you to become drug dealers. They're like, like, well, you think I got a shipment coming in on Friday? Like, how do you think this is going to happen? Yeah. Like, I'm just supposed to (laughs) magically have this money. Let me pull this out of my ass with the rest of my life. <laughs> man, people don't even understand, man. Like, I remember I was in school and I was so broke. I went up to my advisor and I was like, "Yo, man, I just need four hundred dollars." Like straight, like I had no plan other than to just be like, "Yo, I just need four bills, four stacks right now." <laughs> that dude was like, oh, duh, duh, duh. "I guess nobody's ever asked him for money that directly." <laughs> so he's like, "He's like, I don't know how to say no to that yet." <laughs> Okay, and he just writes me a check for four dollars. I don't, I don't even know if he paid me back. And uh, Doctor Papa Constantinou, if I haven't paid you back, holler at me. I'll get you your four hundred dollars. <laughs> but for real, like I just like like bold, yo man, I just need four hundred dollars. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's really sad. It's like the like the, my broke days weren't even that far away. It's just when you when you finally get out of it, you're like, fuck, I was that broke, like. Like I'm like I'm lucky now to where I got like a really consistent gig to where like I'm like like I can have shit like I used to stress like at certain times of the month where I was like oh fuck I do not have enough money for this thing this thing this thing like oh like my Netflix account has almost killed me a couple times (laughs) eight dollars come out (laughs) yeah I mean don't play it that close to the chest and now it's like yeah people. Don't don't put yourself in no automatic like payment if your if your money is janky, okay? Because yeah. you think you're doing the right thing, and then next thing you look up, you go, "Oh shit, my Geico insurance just killed my bank account right now." Yeah. <laughs> Here's how I know. Well, Kevin, uh, I have like auto pay for savings. Not even bills. Like it just, it just automatically just take. Hey, here's some money. Put that away. <laughs> right. Hide that shit. Pretend I don't have it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Pretend like, I don't have it. <laughs> I have extra money. There was no such fucking thing in my life as extra money, Kevin. What is extra money? <laughs> <laughs> See, that, that's what I was trying to explain to people. Every there's a, time. <laughs> there's, a, there's a difference between white broke and black broke. Mm-hmm. See, black broke oh, is no. you broke, broke, broke. White broke, as I've learned, is I have a savings account, but I don't want to touch it because it's financially imprudent. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that's white broke. I made it to white broke. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> white broke is having money you just don't want to touch because it's it would oh. be because my financial advisor would not advise me to do that. Yeah. <laughs> That's white broke. Yes. Black yes, broke yes. is nigga, I got nothing. 
black bro gets when you digging through when like if you ever had to lift up the carpet in your car to find like I'm not talking the floor mat the fucking carpet itself to get to that change on the fucking metal <laughs> so you can eat that day. <laughs> My dudes, for real, for real. Like, uh, th- that's what, so this this is the thing. This, I've, I've learned this lesson. If you have white friends, if they say they're broke, uh, that's a different level of broke than, yeah. than, than what we think is broke. Well, it's funny <laughs> you should even mention that because that just goes to show white privilege. And it's not even, this doesn't even some, have to be something you have to be ashamed of. This is just how America is. It's just like when, like, to have white broke, that means you have no concept, like, of, being at your like this is it this is all the money i have there's no such thing as that there is like <laughs> right, right. there's always there's my, always some financial instrument in the background yeah. just waiting there's like know? here's the money i can spend and here's my threshold and like there's never a threshold there's never a level where you have nothing right 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 whereas like black broke is like look if i don't flip this right now like if, it, if i don't take every penny of this and take it down the corner and get something that's gonna make more money i am dead <laughs> right right the, like the train stops here like there's no there's no food there's no money there's no rent there's no lights do not it's pass so go right. do not collect any money whatsoever i mean like right. I, like so, there, was so, a time, there was a point where i was like really really like I guess I was bougie because I didn't want to get on food stamps. And my, and my girl was like, uh, nigga, it's either that or we starve. So I don't know where, I don't know what your pride is about to feed us with. So you <laughs> what is your pride going to feed us with? <laughs> you better get that card. You better get the yeah, EBT. Like, like, and I, remember, I remember when it was actual stamps. Like when it was like, you got like a certain amount of monopoly money every month. <laughs> Now it's like they gave you a card for your fucking dignity. Right. <laughs> and it looks clean too. You just go whoop and it's cool. Yeah. Back in the back in the days, you'd be mad as hell standing in line, somebody like going through their little little book, <laughs> little book of stamps. They're like, ah, oh, that's EBT ass nigga. God. <laughs> like, oh, we got to look Oh, you got stamps? All right, this is gonna take forever. Look at look at him just write ten dollar, five dollar, two dollar rifling yeah. through. And, and of course, that- and the people behind the card will always be looking at you like <laughs> <laughs> like, come on now. And you, you want to play with coupons? Oh. <laughs> you got food stamps. You got, you got stamps. Really? Yeah. Sorry, we got stamps on three. It's going to take a couple minutes, everybody. Shit. <laughs> I embarrassed I, I, the I, fuck out of you, of your people, man. I'm, I'm, su- I'm surprised that I'm healthy today, <laughs> right now. Like, last time I went to the doctor, all my levels were like normal, which is weird looking at me. But, like, all my levels are normal. And for, like, I'm positive from, like, 2006 to 2011, my diet consisted mainly of top ramen and and drive-through. You know what I mean? <laughs> a lot of Taco Bell going on in there. Yeah, like just like there was a point where I thought like if I if I got like the nuggets instead of the burger, I was being healthier. <laughs> that kind of in that ecosystem that kind of makes sense that kind of does right <laughs> yeah, yeah but i mean but you exercise all the time you you do you know uh you do boxing and stuff like that so it's not like you not exercise so you, uh-huh. you and that's the thing that there's different body shapes i mean like no matter how much i eat i will always look like a refugee okay that's <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? That's just how it is. Like, I'm just built, like, I'm built to survive in the savannah uh, of, of, of Africa. <laughs> Very true. I was built to survive the, the, the lines of Walmart. <laughs> Different body types. There's literally nothing I could eat that ever put more weight on me than what would you see right now. I'll always be, like, my, my dad was a skinny dude. My cousin's a, a big, tall, skinny dude. Like, we're just built this way. There's nothing was- to do with my health. I was built to either work construction, sell dope, or play football. <laughs> and I'm glad I'm not doing any any of those three. <laughs> I've had experience with all of them. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not doing any of those three for my long term. No, man, the, the dope game is not is not for, you know, longevity, man. It is not. Um, by the way, as a, as a side note, um, I just want to say shout out to Marshawn Lynch for being in Westworld. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched the show in a minute, but like Marshawn, oh, Marshawn is in Westworld, and 
It's hilarious. Is he like one of the million? Is he playing himself? Is he one of the millionaires that just having to be there? Like, oh shit, cuz I can shoot all these niggas. That's what's up. Like, no, no, no. He's he's there on the streets in a riot, and he's just out there just beating the shit out of people. And he does he does like the beast mode run through people, and you're just like, yeah, they they probably saw the beast mode run, and we're like, yeah, we got to get him in this shit, because they're like, okay, we need to get to that point over there. We need somebody strong. I got you, cuz. And he and he still he still has his grill too. Like in twenty in twenty forty nine, brothers are still wearing grills. <laughs> that brother will be. <laughs> <laughs> He's still rocking a grill in twenty forty nine. Come on now. It. I believe it. I certainly do. <laughs> Man, um, so we got a little bit off track. We started talking about Mother's Day. We talked about being poor and all that. But I mean, I want to give a special shout out to my mom, who raised five children. Five brought us all to the United States and made us all get college degrees because that's, she's, that's, yeah. Not all at the same time, like you told me, but it got it done. <laughs> she, got, she got it done. Um, I mean, that, from Trinidad to America yeah. with American college degrees. That is. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's, she's bad like that, man. I mean, she's, she's smart. She's fierce. I mean, they're, She's a powerful, powerful person, you know, like um, I remember as a kid, like her, she was like, oh, you came in second in class. You should be first in class. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine getting punishment for coming in second. <laughs> My mom was a teacher, too, but I was so happy to get a B. Like, like she was one of those, she was one of those mothers that would like be happy that you got the grade, especially if you were happy you got it. But then she would be like, "I know you can get an A," or she'd find some way to like make she would find some reverse psychology to where I would get an A next time. To where it's like, you know what? I bet you can do better. In fact, if you can do that, I'll do this or blah blah blah. Like she had some form of incentive to always try harder. Just gotta push you, push you like that one step, step further. Mm. Whereas mine was like, of course you deserve it. If you should be getting an A, excuse me. I mean, I always tell people like the reason I became a computer programmer was I remember uh, when I came to North Carolina, <laughs> my mother. I wanted to join a Pascal programming class. Pascal was the programming language at the time. It was before Java and C and all that stuff. And I wanted to join this AP class to learn Pascal. And the white racist lady that was running the class, and yes, white racist lady, North Carolina, 1980s. That is absolutely oh God, yes. not, that's not a hard thing to, to figure out. <laughs> this is the same school that like when they were letting their kid, letting their basketball players pass through cheating, they were just, they made them use the fake class that was Swahili and African-American studies. Mm. I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of that level of ridiculous. Triple racist. <laughs> but my mother came into the school and she raised holy hell, holy hell. She was like, no, my boy is going to be in this AP class. He's going to get AP credits. He's going to go to college. And you know what she said? She, that lady said, well, you know what? He's going to fail and it's going to be his fault. Wow. And my mom said, okay, fine. Let him fail. Let's see. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm standing, like, and that's the thing. You stand in the background watching these women, like, go back and forth, like, battle. And you stand there like... <laughs> Damn, are they gonna fight? <laughs> is, my, is, my mom gonna, is my mom gonna throw some hands right now? Because it, it feels like she's gonna throw some hands. <laughs> and as, as a kid, you're like, man, I didn't, I didn't want to start on this drama, but I mean, about, um, if my mom starts throwing hands, I'm gonna have to back that up somehow. <laughs> Kevin, if you spend enough time in the hood, you will see mothers fight for sure. Then, not again, if you're in, if if you're in a in a bad enough neighborhood, you will see mothers fight holding their children. <laughs> <laughs> One hand like this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> well, she's very effective with the jab. Uh, I'm not sure if she's going to have the uppercut because it's I've a baby in the other hand. Fight. I've seen two women holding, each holding a baby fight. Like, it was... <laughs> What? All over the same dude, too. <laughs> I, go, I mean, well, she's obviously handicapped by uh, holding a child. In the Maybe she, she shifts the child to the right hand, the left, left uppercut. Is probably Motherhood is a powerful thing, and women are very strong for doing it, but not all mothers are the same. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I mean, it, it's kind of a cliche, but it's true. I mean, mothers are really powerful people. I mean, they really, like, hold shit down, you know, they keep they you know keep track of their kids. They try to encourage us. They try to you know 
encourage us to be better people. And <laughs> especially if, if, if the daddy's terrible, don't be like your daddy. Yeah. <laughs> so far, I can, there's so much I can go on on that. <laughs> One of my favorite things about my mom is that we, she'd be cooking in the kitchen sometimes and then she'd drop some knowledge. Mm. I've had this happen where like, you didn't ask for it. You didn't ask for this this little bit of knowledge, but she gonna drop something about like, yeah, you know, <laughs> don't trust a nigga with a perm. Okay, pass me the salt, baby. Stay away from black people. <laughs> <laughs> like, like she just drop a little bit of you know these little, and you're like, I didn't ask for that. What, what was the like, name of that dude in the Jordan documentary? The dude, the golf hustler, the man, the man. Everybody was like the, with the Jerry curl. <laughs> oh God, uh, shit, I forgot his name. I was talking to what uh, I'm talking to. I was listening to Bomani Jones podcast earlier today, and they mentioned him again. And I was like, "You said Jerry Curl." And I was like, "Yeah, that's that was a name I wanted to attach to Jerry Curl, and obviously it didn't stick." So. <laughs> yeah, don't. Yeah, don't. You know, I, I love that they would like. They, I mean, all these years of, of like experience and influence that they have, and they they kind of try to drop it on you real subtle, like in little little doses, mm. you know. Um, my mom would always give me little pieces while she was cooking, you know, like we're talking about just, just nothing. And then she just dropped something, you know, <laughs> you're like, <laughs> damn, I guess that's some good life advice. All right. I'm going to hold on to that. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, it, it's, I'm, I'm glad that, you know, you know, she's a grandmother now and she's having a good time. I'm also glad that she's a, a grandmother, not through me. <laughs> So, shout out to my sister for like handling that piece of business. I'm hoping, I'm hoping my sister, if she's watching, she takes that burden off me too because I'm really not. I'm seven years older than her, but I'm still not ready to be a father. I'm not. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, Sabrina. You go ahead and make mama grandma. <laughs> Corey, Corey, you make you make a pretty fun dad. I think you, you know, a great dad. I'm just not ready for that shit yet. <laughs> It's like imagine, imagine this whole machine turns back on. It's like Corey, we need you on the road. We need you in Seattle. We need you in Vegas. We need you to do some shows. You know, like so many people have fallen off. You can, you know, you can do an hour. Shout out to all the people funny. that can do that life like that. Like I don't know how people run their lives with kids because it's hard enough not having kids and making something out of myself. So I got double respect for people that do. But at the same time, it's definitely something I'm not. I wouldn't be ashamed. I, I would love to be a father one day. It's just interesting that it hasn't happened. And it's funny because, like, I was talking to – my uh, mom was telling me about she was talking to somebody who thought I was gay because I didn't have kids yet. I'm 36. <laughs> black. Won't black people do that to you? Black yeah. people do that to you all day. Like, if, you're a, if you're a black man, everybody needs to understand this. If you're a black man and by the time you're 30, you don't have at least two kids, nigga, you gay. Oh, like, you suspect. Yeah. <laughs> you gay. You gay, nigga. You gay. <laughs> like, what, like, what's He's like, no, I'm responsible. Like, just because, like, just because I take some actual value in the shit that I shoot out of me, <laughs> doesn't no. mean I should be penalized for that shit. <laughs> you got three kids by the time you're thirty, nigga. You gay. Yeah, like really, like. <laughs> It first, like it was funny because like growing up, I didn't want to have kids too early because I'd be part of the stereotype, and then I went way past that curve and to the point where like now cats is worried, <laughs> like oh what's wrong with you, bro? Like you ain't no kids yet? <laughs> exactly, not even by accident. Like you don't have no baby mama. It's like no, I have no drama in my life. <laughs> Check it out, man. Like when I was in high school, and this happened to everybody. So I'm not trying to single anybody out. This happens, right? There was a girl that got pregnant at like 15 or 16. Right. So now here we are, 36, 20 years later, her daughter is like old enough to drink. You know what I mean? Like that shit trips me. Like we're not even at the high school reunion yet. You know? Right, right. She could be like a she could be like a 38-year-old grandmother at this point. Yeah, like if her daughter had a daughter at the same age, like she would be a 30, yeah, 35-year-old grandma. Yeah. Yeah, which would I mean, I mean that changes the whole gilf. Uh, <laughs> like at first we're like, oh, that's kind of. Why would you want? Why would you want to watch a grandmother have sex? And then you're like, oh, wait a minute. Uh, if, <laughs> if she's 38, yeah, all right. 
<laughs> I'll watch. <laughs> it's like the same. That's younger than you. Like shit. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's almost out of. That's out of, almost out of my range. Like that. <laughs> Sorry, Grandma. You, you're a little too young for me. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> oh man, uh, it's 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 ridiculous out there. Um, by the way, the dating sites have not come down, which is really funny. I still talk to my friends and work at eHarmony and stuff like that. Like. People are still, they're still online, like trying to like get dates. Like how how you date now? You can't even touch nobody, bro. If you wasn't horny before this shit, imagine not being able to go talk to anyone in the most virtual possible way. Oh hell yeah! Like you know, Pornhub is probably reaching like critical levels at the server. Like they don't have enough slots for people to be on right now. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, I mean, if it's jerking off. Yeah, Zoom is like we've gone so far beyond capacity. Like all we're spending money on is below capacity. So if Zoom, if this thing that you're seeing us on right now, yeah, a, a podcast is if this innocent business app is like at is capacity, dying? Bruh. imagine Pornhub. Like they, like they hold like, oh my god, like there's fires. Like, <laughs> like they started electrical fires. <laughs> it's like Star Trek in there. The engine room is on fire, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> Eject the warp core. The warp core breach, Captain. Take much motors, Mister Scott. Mister Scott, we cannot take much more, Captain. We cannot take much more. We have to phase into another audience, <laughs> another universe. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, like we're man. going to lose the warp core, Captain. We need to drop the impulse power. <laughs> your your Scottish sounds Jamaican. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think every every accent I do sounds Jamaican. I, that's my that's the Not best you. I can do. Um, <laughs> I, I, I try to I try to do Russian, and it sounds like a Jamaican vampire. I get well, it. Like it's really easy for me. I, I, it's all the reason I do this is I spend so much time playing video game. <laughs> and I used to drink large amounts of uh, Stoli vodka back in the day. <laughs> Stoli, yes. <laughs> you know, I like Russian people because they get drunk and then they want to like show you their fighting techniques. That's that's my. <laughs> My favorite thing. Okay, I used to do Krav Maga. Can I show you, bro? Bro, I show you Krav Maga. Okay. <laughs> like, no, don't touch me. <laughs> I've been years, man. The craziest person you'll ever meet is a normal Russian. Oh, my God. Dude, like, they always try to, like, tro- show, like, their fighting techniques. I'm like, you drunk. I don't want to dislocate my shoulder, okay? Like, don't I think that's don't a white people me. thing, man, because I've been drunk with, like, American white people, and that's when they want to show you their gun collection. <laughs> like, nah. Like, you, you drunk as hell. You want to, nah. And you want to pull out your weapon? Nah, nah, it's okay. No. Safety's on. I'm like, yeah, let's keep it that way, Tex. All right? <laughs> Safety's on. Unloaded. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nah, nah, no, no thank you. Right? pins out. I want to feel a little safer. How about that? Yeah, I, I don't want to become Area Florida man. Okay, that's what she's trying to make me right now, Area Florida. Oh, and speaking of which, I guess we'll turn now to this uh, to the sad part of the news today. Uh, or oh, actually, I, I think I, I think I know where you're going with this. Is yeah. this Ahmad Arbery? Yes, yes, sir. Okay, okay. It's yeah. sad, but it's getting better. Uh, for those of you unfamiliar with what's going on, you're lying because you're sitting in front of this in front of your internet like the rest of us. But uh, Ahmad Aubrey was jogging through a Georgia neighborhood, and he was accosted by two white men who thought he was uh, robbing, uh, burglarizing a house, which is you know what joggers do, and they shot him. And it, in a in a rare swing of redneck luck, one of the guys <laughs> that was trailing them. And had videotaped the whole thing, videotaped it, got it on his phone, uh, recorded it on his phone. But it ding, ding, bing, 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 bing. And he thought that was going to clear them, which is about the, that's like a level of, that's a level of white privilege that I didn't know existed. To where you're like, oh, I have this video of a murder. I can show this to the police and now we have evidence that we didn't do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> bing, 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 bing. These two guys killed this black dude, and nothing happened for two months. The video leaked; uh, it went viral. Everybody was obviously upset, myself included. And now they've uh, decided decided to press charges and and go to trial with this shit. And it's just frustrating again, once again, <laughs> again. As a black man in America, to be sitting here watching these two, honestly, three justice systems. You got a black one, you got a white one, you got a rich one. Now, it's much better to be either of those last two. 
but it's just frustrating that we're we're going through the motions again. Another black person, another innocent black person, has been killed by police-like figures because these guys used to be like one of them used to be a police officer or something like that, and that's probably the reason. No, he wasn't a police officer. He worked with the police department, but he okay, was not so a police just, officer. He had some kind of tie to the police uh, department to where they where they were like, nah, fuck, he's a friend, and we're not going to look into this, but. It's just frustrating that yet again another black man is unarmed and killed, and now he's on trial for his murder. Um, I just want to ask people how you you get to shoot somebody, the police show up and they go, "Oh, all right, go home." <laughs> how, how do, the see, police don't get to do that, and that's and they're the police. They most of the time they get away with it, but even if you're the cop. And you shoot somebody. You don't just get to leave. A civilian just rolls up and shoots somebody, and then the police show up, look at the dead body, and be like, yep, that's a dead nigger. Have a good day, everybody. (laughs) Like, what? What? (laughs) How does that happen? Right? And and eight weeks later, yeah, exactly. Thank you, Swaggy (laughs) P. Swaggy P face. Eight weeks later, somebody goes, hey, man, um, yeah, due to this, uh, internet campaign, you may have to revisit this problem. Like, District attorney investigator, your brother's a uh, chairman. Like how? The, 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 oh, oh, really? Oh, I didn't see. Uh, shout out to my brother. Um, yeah, I mean, eight weeks in, like you can't, you can't just, you can't just go shoot people and then go home and, and take a shower and go to bed. Like that. Like what part of of justice is that that you can uh, just? The one in Georgia. <laughs> like I don't know how to explain, but yeah, you, all those are very valid questions, and we're all asking the same question because it doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, but here we are yet again, having to explain away or having to have someone explain away why another one of us has gotten murdered, and we're just like for, for no damn reason. And it's like, like who, like oh, there's there's burglaries in the place. Okay, sure. What burglar goes up to a place, steals shit, and then goes jogging afterwards? You know, with. with like okay, how is he gonna get away with the materials? Yeah, like if he's if he's burglarizing the place, but he's on foot, then he's the dumbest fucking mur- burglar there's ever lived. He's yeah, the dumbest that's, thief that's ever lived. Like where you have no like so this jogger with no pockets and no backpack was just going to <laughs> was just going right. to burglarize a home and and just run off with the stereo in his head like like. <laughs> And like African, like Sherpa, just yeah, I mean, Ahmad Aubrey. But God, how African do you think this one is? He's just gonna have a fucking TV stacked on top of the couch, stacked on top of the fridge, running down the streets, all on his head. Like, goddamn, look at the neck strength on this son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and how are you gonna get away with this? Not not only am I doing this in broad daylight, but I'm doing it while carrying it in my hands and on foot. Like, yeah, that yeah, that's that seems like a great strategy. What? And, but, but the thing, the, the thing that pisses me off, though, the most important part, and peep this, they might actually get away with this because I've seen this game before. They charge those guys with murder, uh-huh. which is that's a mistake. See, if you charge, because what happens is the the jury has to convict them of capital one murder. Okay. So this is what this is what DAs do all the white DAs do this all the time. They overcharge people they don't actually want to charge. Uh-huh. You see what I'm saying? So, so it's like yeah, the, just so that it gets if they're charging with with manslaughter uh-huh. or murder too, yeah, definitely. There's no 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 question. That's what's up. But you charge a capital murder, then they have to prove that these people came out with a purpose. They planned. They did all this stuff. So this has happened before. I forgot the case. I'll, I'll, fuck. I wish I'd written it down. Um, but the cases like this where they overcharge people and the jury says, yeah, they probably this was probably manslaughter, but it's not murder one. So they get acquitted of the higher charge, and then they go, well, because we already charged them, it's double jeopardy, so we can't charge them again. Uh. So that's the game they're playing right now. So that murder charge, <laughs> people, I, I, I promise you, dude, they're playing games right now. Those dudes are going to get off because of the murder charge. Get, I hope they get uh, an egregious amount of jail time for what they did, because if they don't, and this is, I guess this is wishful thinking in the wrong direction, but if they don't, then that leaves us no other recourse than to start doing to them what they've been doing to us. Honestly. Because, like, if we're waiting for the slow-ass wheels of justice when we know it's been fake, we know it's been phony, and we sat back and waited and prayed and marched and uh, campaigned and voted and all this other shit that, that doesn't do anything, when now it's not even the police 
that can just shoot us with impunity and get away with it, then fuck it. It's better to be it's re, it's better to be judged by twelve than carried by six. Yeah, Ice Cube did say that it is better to be judged by twelve than carried by six. <laughs> I'm sure someone said it before him, but it is what it is, bro. Like if that's what if that's the case, if we can't even be minding our own business in our own homes, eating ice cream, uh, or or jogging down the street, or just driving in our own cars with our own legally purchased handguns that we use for our own protection. Like, if, if we're not allowed to be citizens, which you know, they've been lying to us about for 200 years, but mainly for the last 50, like when they said we had civil rights, if we're not full citizens, then fuck it, let's take it. Because there's nothing else. There's nothing else we can do. If we're going to be persecuted either way, might as well go out swinging. Well, I mean, the Black Panthers tried that in the 70s in Sacramento, and he saw yeah. it happen, right? They, tried in, they, tried in <laughs> they, they showed they up with guns. They, they killed them everywhere. But I'm like, that's my point, Kevin. If they're going to kill us, at least go out on your own terms. Go out on your shield. If they're going to get, you, if they're going to shoot you in the back, turn around. Hmm. So you, you want to do it Queen and Slim style. <laughs> Pretty much. Man. Like, I mean, like, what's the point of just staying, of staying afraid? What does that get you? Well, I mean, I feel like um, th these kind of incidences are like the extreme, but the middle ground stuff. So one of the things I posted was this this white woman trying to prevent a black man from getting into his own apartment, like yeah. that kind of thing. The barbecue Becky kind of scenario. Yeah. Like if you can fight on, on that level, then I think you were making some progress. Um, as far as like dealing with the, that kind of rednecky shit, like I don't know, man. Like that's a whole other. I mean, I'm supposed to. I'm supposed to jog with a Draco, man. What's <laughs> a jog? <laughs> yeah, man. I'm just getting exercise. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to jog with a fucking holster now. Like it's the, like you got to you got to have your 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 you have to have your phone on this side or your phone on this side and the nine on this side. Just just right. run into hi everybody. Just running to keep me. <laughs> You should, should have to come to that. I don't need to, to jog with a Draco. <laughs> brother says he does. I believe that your brother does run with the Draco. <laughs> <laughs> he probably got to be a little uncomfortable, but I'm. <laughs> that's an extra. That's an extra. What like fifteen pounds? I don't know, man. Like that. That's a lot. It's not the poundage. It's the fact that it's a piece of metal that's very like. I mean, think about it. joggers don't wear much, so it's like it's not many. Right. Oh, pouches. Okay, there we go. <laughs> it's an insane thing. Yeah, I mean, well, Marine is trained to run with guns. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, they run with like fifty pounds on their on their back the whole time. Like they, they you know. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, they're they're nuts that way. I have no idea how you run an extra fifty pounds on you for like ten miles like, at I a mean, time. Even like, and he's got to even feel like some type of way being somebody that defended this country. Like, I mean, that's what you're defending—the right for yeah. us to be killed with impunity. Exactly. You come back from war and any like jackass redneck, you know, that can afford a rifle can just shoot you for no reason. And and by the way, they said, oh, but there were break-ins in the neighborhood. There were not break-ins in the neighborhood for months. Like they, the, the police reports show that that was absolutely not true. Yeah. They just basically saw a black person decided, let's go get it. And I gotta and I gotta so, throw this out here while it's on my heart because people like Jason Whitlock, I really just wish we could throw back into the fucking. Like, <laughs> what okay? What did Jason Whitlock say now? Oh my uh, god! LeBron, oh god. LeBron posted oh how he was outraged about this whole thing, as he usually does. And then Jason Whitlock tweeted at LeBron that he was just Twitter trolling, and LeBron didn't really care about this. He was just trying to make his brand bigger than Jordan's. And it's always some like. It, I, yeah, exactly. Uh, Uncle Ruggie. Dude, he's the biggest basketball player on the planet. He has no reason to try to raise himself to any level beyond. Like he's not he's not he's not scrounging for follows here. <laughs> yeah, it's it's beyond retarded. And in that same vein, there's always people when these type of things happen. Like like I said earlier, black guy black guys are some of the only people on earth that have to, you know, defend it, like have to be put on trial for their own murder. You know, there's always people like, Oh, what if he was burglarizing this, that, and the third? You know, and it drives me insane because like you can always see that side. Or people will say, like, uh, well, why do you care whenever like white people kill us but you don't care when black people kill us well here's here's one easy cop out for that uh we don't get away with that shit do we no if, if a black person kills a black person somebody's going to jail 
Exactly. If a white someone's person, going in the dirt, someone's going in jail, and a white person's having because two of us are gone. Exactly. But if a white person kills a black person, maybe somebody might go to jail. Maybe. Exactly. Please, <laughs> you're definitely not going to jail. <laughs> exactly. So this whole like black on black crime shit is such nonsense. Like if black people kill black people, somebody is going to jail. That's a guarantee. And the but funny if a white thing person is, does it. Who knows? Why people That's the thing. We, we always have to ask, like, maybe somebody might go to jail. Maybe. Yeah. White people kill white people at the same rate. At a, actually, at a higher at a higher frequency, but the same like percentage, you know what I mean? Because there's way more of them. You kill what you're next to. You kill you kill the neighbor that's getting on your fucking nerves and do this banging your wife or your wife. Like you kill the people you, that you can't stand. Don't now, your wives, and the crazy <laughs> thing and the crazy thing about murder or like or America is like we're already segregated. We're already sectioned off. So it like the the odds like that means that you've got to come across the racial lines to do some shit like this. And so it's very, very rare when you're going to see it the other way around. I'm not saying black people don't kill white people. That absolutely happens. But I'm saying we're one, we absolutely don't get away with it. And number two, it's not there's no incentive for us to do that because we're more than likely actually more likely to get caught if we do it that way versus if it goes the other way around. The white person is more likely to get away with it. Or if he does get in trouble, he's going to get less time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's why, like, I mean, that's why OJ was such an, out, out, you know, outlier. Yes. Nobody like, was cheering for OJ. We were cheering for the fact that the, that the system actually worked in reverse. I mean, and to this day, like, I mean, there's a couple, I don't want to go down to YouTube, like, rabbit hole, but, I mean, there's definitely some conspiracy theories that OJ actually didn't do it, and it was his son, uh, which kind of <laughs> makes sense. Um, I know you've probably seen those videos. But the point is that, yeah, I mean, the fact that it was even possible for the wheels of justice to be like, this is not provable without, without a reasonable doubt, like, mm. that, I mean, that blew people's minds. Like, oh, this shit actually works? I mean, 80 years ago, OJ would have been a, would have been barbecued, cut into pieces, and long before the trial even happened. <laughs> yeah, fuck, fuck, fuck the trial, dude! Like what trial? Like there would be no trial. <laughs> There'd be no OJ trial. The trial? Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah, like I said, there's three justices: black one, a white one, and a rich one. And the first, and OJ was uh, was very significant because it was the first time a black person ever got tried in the rich system, and it worked for him. Yeah. You know? yeah. So, I mean, and had OJ not gotten all crazy and gone to Vegas and try to get back his stupid Heisman trophy, you know, why, I mean, this is what happens when your friends gas you up. Always tell, <laughs> don't let your people gas you up. Like, That's oh, right. Nick, nigga, did you hear? They got your trophy, nigga. You hear that shit? You gonna let him do that shit to you? Uh, he got gassed up. They can't, they, they can't take you 2,000 yards away from you, bro. You won the trophy. <laughs> he let his people gas him up. That's what happened. You don't need, it's literally just a hunk of lead. You don't need it. You already won. You, you, gonna, let him, you gonna let him take your trophy like that, bro? You gonna let him take your trophy? He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm the juice, man. Get the guns, man. Get the, Get the guns. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't let – that's life lesson number three. Don't let your people gas you up. Nope. <laughs> and let it, baby. <laughs> Yo, you got away from double murder, okay? You winning on a level that's unprecedented. The ancestors are looking down smiling. Shut and the fuck the up thing. and go play golf. And here's okay. the thing. Even if OJ didn't do it. The trial says that motherfucker should have went to jail. <laughs> if you look at the preponderance of evidence, it's like, whoo-hoo, yeah, this is, whoo, yeah. man, Johnny, you are a beast. <laughs> yeah, yeah he, I mean, yeah, I, I can't, I mean, all the, all the videotapes and all the audio tapes of, like, the attacks on this girl and all that stuff, it's like, yo, like, the fact that they couldn't nail that, that that's just, I mean... Chris so. Darden and all them dudes. I think his defense up. was like, look at a, look at all the evidence. Of course, he's being set up. I was like, that's a bold strategy, Cotton. <laughs> like look at said, all the things making me look guilty. Clearly, I'm not. <laughs> like they got your footprint, they got your fingerprints, they got the glove, they got your hair. It's like right. Nope. They got your shoe print, <laughs> dude. Your shoe with blood on it at the scene. Come on. Come on, dog. 
Hey, if the glove don't fit. <laughs> oh, look, all I'm saying is like, yeah, the justice system is ridiculous. This kid, I, I, I guarantee you what's going to happen is they're going to take this trial and they're going to be acquitted because they overcharged them. And that's the game that they play. Watch, I guarantee you. Well, if if we haven't done anything to Zimmerman, I don't think we're going to do anything to these guys if they get off. But I think it's about time, and I'm not – well, I guess I am, so I'll just own it. Uh, the only – like, I hate to say this, but violence works. And if somebody keeps fucking with you, if you keep getting bullied, the only way you're going to win is if you hit the bully over the head with something. So – well, we're not very good at, at being violent. We're very good at uh, at trying to, you know, heave to the rule of law and I, things like that. I beg your pardon. Well, I mean, <laughs> okay, look, look, the 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 the, the emancipation proclamation. What's the stereotype signed, about us, Kevin? The emancipation proclamation <laughs> was signed in nine, in eighteen sixty four. The Civil Rights Act of nineteen sixty four was signed a hundred years later. So imagine the difference between you have the right to vote to a hundred years later going, yeah, you really have the right to vote. Like, I mean, it, it took a whole century. And that's you know, what I'm and that's what I'm saying, Kevin. I, I ain't got that kind of time, bro. <laughs> you well, know, like I like I've I've been I've been Philosopher side, I, I don't even know if that's the right word. <laughs> I've, been, I've been going over okay, the philosophy the, the, the of this whole thing. <laughs> yeah. I've been trying to come over the philosophy of this whole thing and try to find a way that doesn't, like, that just makes this wrong to me. But violence works. Think about mm-hmm. it. Like, how, how does just about every nation settle shit? Like, when it, really get, when it really comes down to it, boots on the ground or bombs in the air or something like that. Like, I'm not advocating war i'm just saying that anytime you've wanted some actual change go get it um well i mean the civil rights movement was not a a a, a war posture at all it was it, it was a it wasn't i mean it was a movement of, of hearts and minds and it was pushing people to think through what they're going through um so i don't necessarily think that that violence will get you where you need to get um i but think look, look there what needs happened. To be, okay i mean there needs to be a threat of inactivity because that's what really moves people is that, oh, well, the wheels of commerce, we, we can turn those off at any moment. Yeah, we can fuck up the money. That works, too. But here's the other thing about violence working. Yeah, that was a nonviolent movement, which ended in the death of the leaders. All of them systematically assassinated. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you know, um, that's what again, on my nerves whenever they tell us be nonviolent, be nonviolent. Every single person that's ever led to prosperity in black people or every situation or every location where we have had economic prosperity as a people, they bombed us, killed us and burned us down. Uh, that's true. I mean, the, uh, the wall street massacre, uh, Fred Hampton in Philadelphia. Um, you could think of Max, Huey P. Newton, everybody. Yep. Um, and I mean, now the, I mean, they're coming out again with weapons drawn, you know, showing up, you know, at state houses with guns, you know. Um, but the point is the counteraction of that is not more violence. I don't think that really works. Um, I mean, but that's just my opinion. I, I think I'm, I'm more, I'm more of a, you're more of a Malcolm X person. I'm more of a Martin Luther King person. That's my, that's, but that's my, my disposition. All I know is they both got killed. So I don't know. I don't know which ideology works. I, I would love to find one that does because here we are. Here we are. Like we, things are better, but they're but they're still the same. You know, we've got a um, few more leniencies, but with the exact same attitude prevails. Um, they're not quite the same. And let, let me let me put this to you. The thing is that um, a lot of things have changed. But law enforcement has never changed. Like we've never reformed law enforcement. Right? Law enforcement was always made to to gather us. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like you know, people, white people, were deputized after slavery to catch like uh, uh, not after before slavery, they were deputized to catch runaways, and after slavery, they were deputized to catch. They would call them vagrants and drunks, <laughs> and they would get money to to. to gather those people and put them back on the plantations. Um, so, I mean, if you look at American history, like white people have always had an incentive to, to deputize themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just a, a cultural habit that just has to change. But, but I mean, I don't think that, uh, I, I think that violence doesn't really help the situation because 
the problem is you can't change people's minds by by hitting their people by punching their family in the face because all they know is oh well you punched my family so therefore i have to fight you right um what are they doing to us well that's that's what they're doing but i mean um and it's working no it's not i mean those people are fringe like the people walking around with guns and shit like that that's there's like what is like a hundred of them I mean, Hunt- most people, most people don't want to do Huntington that. Beach protesting the fucking virus. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there how, are. How many, how, how many people are that? How many people are there? Like, what, 500, 1,000? I don't know. I, I didn't uh, out like, of a city, it is, it's going to be less than the inauguration. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> out of a city of 10 million people, if 500 knuckleheads show up with guns, they do not represent the majority of people. Very true. And, Very true. And we have to keep that in mind, you know? Yeah, I know, um, but that's and I and I am keeping that in mind with things like your brother saying we can't win a war because we're outnumbered, outgunned, already demonized in the eye of the world. And I get that, but at the same time, hey, uh, Vietnam had to win had to win a war with what they got. You know what I mean? There's well, there's a will, there's a way. There's a guerrilla tactic. Yeah, I mean, look at the Vietnamese. Like they were like, yeah, keep coming. Like you can't out, you can't out, uh, you can't outgrow us. There's more of us than you. You don't know the terrain. And we'll continue killing you until you give up. Yep. And I feel like that's that's the way black people have to move, is that we're on the right side of history, and, you know, we don't have to fight you. You know, l- let your redneck idiots show up and show their asses, and we'll show them out. So and what then can we do? Keep moving. I mean, like, I feel like you want to hit them in the pockets, and I'm with that. But, like, how can we do that? Um, now, I'm not, I'm not saying hit them in the pockets. I mean, that's one of, that's one of the strategies, but... It's the it's the the extremists are always going to be out there. There's always, there's always going to be some guys that are gonna come out there waving the era fifteens and all that stuff. Always. What what we need to focus on is the people in the middle who can help us and be and see this and be like, no, that this is not who we are. And I feel like that's the way to go. Um, Look, there's a lot of unlearning to do, man. There's a lot of unlearning to do. Like, your culture, it's really, really weird. <laughs> I hear everything you're saying, but, like, those same people have always been in the middle. They've always seen what was going on, and they haven't started They haven't started helping yet. I don't think, uh, like... I'm not you, don't, you don't think it's going to happen. I'm just saying. saying I'm not very interested in it, to be honest with you. You're not optimistic. Yeah. <laughs> Not optimistic. I'm looking in other. I'm looking in other directions for other solutions. Um. Well, I mean, you know, the set in the wire. You know, energy is never dispersed. It's always transferred. Mm-hmm. So, so if if you if you throw out that negative energy, if you start like throwing out that violence, I'm not trying to be negative. I'm trying to. I'm trying to just throw off the opposite. You know what I mean? Like, like I'm. It's not a matter of it being plus or minus. It's just a matter of look. Like, this is what we've been doing, and this is what we've been getting. So I'm saying, let's do something else to get something else. Hmm. Nah, I mean, I, I don't. I don't believe that. I don't. I don't think that. Be you know, reacting with violence to their violence is a way to go. I don't think that's going to help. Um, and I really think it's it's more like fighting for the people in the middle to get them involved, because the extremists, the three percenters, the white nationalists, <laughs> you're not gonna change your minds. Like they're just that's just what they do. You know, they've they've had the shit. It's tattooed on them. You know what I mean? Like they would, they, I'm not gonna go fight a dude that has a swastika tattooed on him. Like that's a waste of time. That's a waste of time. Like I already know where he's at. What matters more is that the rest of society keeps them on the fringe and lets them know that you are not welcome in any port anywhere. That has to happen. That is funny you mentioned that because, and I do feel like that's working in a sense because in in a sense we're seeing in this in this time period white uh, a lot of the white people that would have like just naturally gotten away with this shit. There you're seeing them be like. Like you're, you're really gonna cancel me for saying these things? Like how? I mean, like, like they just like that that whole meme, that whole moment. Like, what do you mean I can't do that? Like that whole, yeah. sh- like yeah. that's kind of yeah. happening. I've seen that work a little bit. But yeah, real quick, your your brother's been very active on here. He's asking uh, uh, when I was saying what would we do. He says one, stop giving money to the fake preachers and start owning business, and also stop worshiping worshiping NFL and NBA players and following Neil deGrasse Tyson. I'm with you all the way up to Neil deGrasse Tyson. And nothing against Neil deGrasse. It's just like, 
if I if I have a if I have a physics or a, or astro- astrology question, that's the dude I'm gonna go to. But like you know, like economics and leadership, not not so much. <laughs> As, an astrology question? Did you say astrology? Oh, did you mean astronomy? Astrology? Did something? you mean astronomy or astrology? I don't know which one I mean. Nigga. I don't care. The stars, motherfucker. <laughs> the stars. Astrophysics. <laughs> You really, try to, you really try to nerd shame me right now? <laughs> he said the stars, nigga. However, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Track, nigga. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I wish he was here right now. Be like, well, actually, uh, it's um, it's astrophysical. Uh, <laughs> well, well, actually. Physical concepts. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I do like Neil deGrasse Tyson all the time. I do too, <laughs> and I get what I get what AP said. It's just it's just funny that he used him. As a- I call I call him I, I do sorry Mike deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> Astronomy, nigga. <laughs> like fell away from due to gravity is nine point eight meters per second squared, nigga. <laughs> you just spread COVID all over your all over your computer screen. <laughs> What's two plus two? Five. I'm not in the same room. Fight me. Fight me. And I'm backing away from you. (laughs) What's two plus plus three, nigga? Five. Paul, I know you're listening. Just turn turn his mic off because I'll hear it. I hope Mike Tyson or Neil deGrasse Tyson hears that impression and punches you. <laughs> Pluto is not a planet. It's a planetoid. It's a planetoid. And Neil deGrasse Tyson knows exactly how many Newtons of force it's going to take to knock you out. Fight me. He might not be able to generate said Newtons, but he knows how many it's going to take. Fight me. Okay. I'm out here solo dolo. Yeah, that's that's something that an astrophysicist would say. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to get to before we go? <laughs> um, no, no, I think I think we've covered a lot. Um, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers watching this. Uh, um. <laughs> I, I, there's one last thing I'd like to talk about as a fat person. It's kind of just on my mind. Uh, first. Yeah, first of all, I'd like to congratulate Adele on uh, all her weight loss. Apparently, her no. ex- apparently her ex husband even got her appetite in the divorce. Uh, nah, nah, nope, nope. You're not, you're not, you're not a fan. Okay, Kevin. Nah, right. nah, that's not, that's not my jam, man. That's mm-hmm. you want. You liked her better, big. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fine. And here's nah, what, and that's and that's nah. an interesting thing. Now, here's what, here's what's frustrating, you skinny bastard. Uh, <laughs> like this, I know for a fact this chick can't win for losing. Because as a fat person, I know how hard it is to lose weight. And as a person that's been broken up with, I know how how bad she's got to be feeling that she just lost a hundred and fifty million dollars to a man california Damn. you got no heart if you got if you got money get the prenup because your wife or your husband gonna take all that shit her husband and mary j blige's ex-husband is somewhere at a bar laughing they ass off yeah. <laughs> and then and then like kevin federline walks in like yo what up nigga yeah. <laughs> hey hey hey, <laughs> hey. kevin federline but I digress. You know me. What I, up? <laughs> I don't know what it feels like to be a woman in America or in the world. Period. Because she's not American. She's British. <clears throat> but and and then of course, like on the phone, Stedman Graham's like, "Yo, man, hey, what's up?" <laughs> I don't know what it's like to be a woman in this world. Uh, and I also, but I do know what it's like to have a body image issue. And so I know. When she was big, she was feeling some type of way about it. And now that she's got the small, people are congratulating her that are fake, that were calling her fat, and now calling her beautiful. And then you got people like yourself that are like, no, you shouldn't have lost the weight. I liked you when I was fat. And it's like, when you was fat, and she's like, nigga, what the fuck are you? <laughs> I was there the whole time. I was there the whole time. Like, Big no, Adele was nice. Like, um, as a big person, I'm just sitting here like, that's got to be infuriating. 
You know what I mean? Because right. it's like you're sitting there stuck in the middle. Like, no, there's no happiness on either side. She's still getting divorced. still losing the money. She lost all the weight. She still ain't happy. Like, fuck y'all. Like, let this chick live. <laughs> <laughs> like, everybody, I'm, like, they literally yelling at her for losing weight. Like, oh, fuck you for being healthy. <laughs> she was fine the way she was before, man. Like, I don't know. Like, okay, remember, remember Takora? Remember Takora Jones? Mm-hmm. From King Magazine? Yeah, I know. And she and she lost all that, and she got, she got breast reduction, lost all that weight. Mm-hmm. I was like, boo, boo, no, it's you, it ain't your body. No. It, ain't, it ain't up to you, bro. And like I, you I, don't I, have to worry about that shit. You can eat, you can eat nonstop Taco Bell. You still keep looking like a refugee. We started the show with that. <laughs> started the I'm, show with that. The rest of saying, us, of, our bodies affected by calories, bro. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just saying, like, she didn't have to do all that. And it's the same thing with Adele. Like, I mean, Big Adele was, was perfect. Like, here's why would you why would you change that? I don't, I don't get that. Here's the thing. I agree with you. But you don't know what she was going through. So let her live, man. I think she looks I'm, good either way. I mean, I'm, I'm cool. With, I mean, I'm just saying, like, if you ask me, I'm saying, if you ask me, if you ask me, like, of course, she obviously has not asked me. Like, no. you're free to do whatever you want. <laughs> Like Adele did not call me like, "Hey Kev, I'm thinking of losing a hundred pounds. What do you think about this?" And be like, "No, bitch. Look, I mean, keep that booty." Like, okay. no. Okay, but like, let, let's be real, Kevin. That's you, all right. Just like, just like those cats with the swastikas are on the fringe. So are you on this particular? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a fringe America person. Is not checking. For, America was not putting Adele on the cover of any magazines talking about. Damn, look at her in a bikini body. Nah, and nobody wanted to see that shit, and she knew that. <laughs> she, like, I wanted to see that. You're 100 that shit. Believe me. <laughs> Everybody knows how many seats you got to buy on a plane. All right. <laughs> Check the resume, man. No shame in my game. That, that. No, I feel you. I'm not saying. And, and matter of fact, I applaud you for that. But I'm just saying, though, <laughs> like, it's fucked up that like she did something to be healthy, and people are asking her to be fat again. Like, the same thing happened with Jonah Hill. The dude lost, like, dude lost mad weight, and they're like, oh, we liked you better when, when you were fat and we can make fun of you. It was like, well, fuck you. I didn't. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, I, I guess. I mean, but it's also this thing that you get used to people the way they are, you know? So when they change things, it becomes uncomfortable. Like, oh, what, what was that about? Exactly. When they change, it becomes uncomfortable for you. But right. it's but did nothing that to do her. with them, yeah. Yeah, that's my whole point. Like, she can't win for shit. It's like, yo, like, you didn't like me when I was big, and now I lost the weight y'all like me when I was small. Well, you know what? Fuck all, fuck all of y'all. I'm singing for me now. This next album gonna suck. You still gonna buy it. Deal with it. <laughs> Man. Uh, any, anyways. Yes. Um, I, Sorry, I, that, was, I, I, that was on my soul. <laughs> I, I, I applaud your, 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 uh, your candor there, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! All right, so we all gotta go to divorce court and pay nine figures. God damn, that hurts. I don't care if you do the nine. How much? How much did you make? One fifty, bro. She's worth. She's worth like three hundred, something like that. Oh no, she sold a lot of albums, bro. But all I know is like, I think she's. I think he's getting more than half. That's how bad this sucks for him. Like, I think she's paying half and legal fees. Like, it's a it's a rap ski. <sighs> Man, uh, I, I'm doing the wrong thing, man. Like, well, I need, I need, to, I need to work on my gigolo skills. <laughs> I'm a gigolo getting out the door. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying. Uh. <laughs> All right, we got to end this gracefully because, you know, we're graceful on this show. <laughs> yeah, man, yeah, that's yeah. All right. Well, thank you all for tuning in. We got to give a big shout out to AP Andrews and anybody else who was watching us today. Uh, Hold on a second. I thought you were going to play the R. Kelly song. <laughs> yeah, play the R. Kelly gigolo song with Nick Cannon so you can be upset double time. No, she called OJ. Yes, she should. Stop it, guys. All right, that's it. We're done with the show. Paul, leave the meeting. We're done. Thank you all so much. Bye. I know that I'm just a gigolo. Life goes on without me, cuz. <laughs> <laughs> 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.